as the philosopher and poet Eminem once stated, you only get one shot. Yes. I can't, none of the lyrics are coming to my head right now. You can't uh, miss can't. the chance to blow. Uh, you only get Cause, one shot. Because opportunity miss- only comes once in a lifetime. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only got one shot to not miss your chance to blow. Because opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Yeah. the day when i would say hey whoa whoa, whoa gabriel copyright laws you said we ain't worried about no goddamn copyright laws yes, so that's sir. what i'm doing right now <laughs> we but seriously we did we did get a copyright law on youtube so yeah we got a claim <laughs> we, we, <laughs> but man you know how i'm nostalgic you are terribly nostalgic actually joseph i have a story of your nostalgicness every time i walk in your house i trip over nostalgia every time i deal with you you talk about something from nostalgia actually if i remember right every episode that we've done in the past is always gabriel you remember how i did that thing we did this thing <laughs> this thing happened and i remember it because i was a part of it Cause, because nostalgia because it happened and in the past this and people week, don't know about this i guess this this even this week uh i put him through some work you you did and we're still doing it. And yeah, we're still working on that. <laughs> we're still working on it. As we said in the last ep- last episode, Joseph's bearings were going out in his car. At this present moment, uh, the car is in my driveway. It's yeah, missing it an axle. Kaput. It's yeah, kaput. And I'm not talking about axle fully. Yeah, just just the axle shaft at the moment. <laughs> I hope not the whole axle, but. Yeah, bearing, battle bearing. It's tall, torn apart. Anyway, Delio, you then also had me go grab a trailer. We went to the Looper's house. We then loaded up a front clip and drug some thing to the scrapyard. No, but you're like, no, 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 well, no. Hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we got a, the, the front clip. I The reason why I have a front clip in my in-laws garage is because I wrecked one of my Jeeps. It was brand new, 51 miles, wrecked it, and I hauled it to their house so we could get it fixed, so I brought this front clip, cost me $3,000, and um, How much you get so out finally of it? my, hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> so my mother-in-law wanted me to get it out of there, so this this week we went to go uh, take it to the scrapyard, and you know, I'm thinking, I spent $3,000 on this thing, I think I'm going to get a substantial amount of money back, you know, and you know, $50, $100, something like that, you know, nothing too crazy, we get there, Gabriel goes in, we weigh this thing, we drop it off, Gabriel gets the money, and Gabriel comes back and was like, how much did I get, how much did I get? This man comes back with $12.50. Was it 50 cents? Yeah, I think it was like 50 cents. Yeah, yeah $12.50. And I paid $3,000 for that thing. And it it freaking pissed me off. Freaking stonks but, right there. 
But before we took it to the scrapyard, I said, "Hey Gabriel, I said we got the hood of this car, but I still I want to I want to remember this. I want to I want to I want a piece of it." And so, if you guys know anything about Jeeps, they have the Jeep logo on front up front. If you know anything you know? about Jeeps? They say Jeep on them. <laughs> yeah, it says Jeep. Oh my God, Jeep! They love they love to uh, just put their brand everywhere. I got Jeep when I had a Jeep. They had Jeep logos and stuff on the inside. They had pictures of Jeeps on the inside. It was just crazy. So uh, they've got the wording Jeep on the hood. And I said, hey, Gabriel, is there any way we can uh, cut that out? So I make this man get an angle grinder. Yeah. And he's just cutting away as I'm strapping my front clip to this trailer. And he's just... Yeah. I mean, we got it. So what are, you, what are you doing with this shard of hood that says Jeep on the front of it? What are you doing with that right now? So right now it's just put away in my little memory box that I have. Uh, we're go- what I'm going to do is that I'm going to sand it down so the the edges around it aren't as sharp. Yeah, so because right they, now they're so just fragmented cut. razors. Oh yeah, you can f- freaking cut somebody with this and yeah. they will die. Um, so, but I, my wife is super creative and she's going to do something with it. Um, I told her, I said, I said, Hey babe, I said, I know you were really into making quilts and stuff right now. I said, I need you to m- make this into a quilt. And she's like, I can't take this metal and put it into a quilt. And she said, how do you expect me to do that? I said, just get a nail gun and put your little, uh, sewing needle in there and shoot it through the metal and then stick the yarn through there. And so, you know, I really wanted like a centerpiece of a quilt, but she's not doing that. Heck yeah. That's just too much work. Improvise. But Adapt. Yeah, that's what. So if it, we don't oh do anything God. with it, it, it'll just stay in my my memory box, and then every time I go look at that, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that," because I have no no piece of physical evidence besides that piece to remind me of what happened to my Jeep. Yeah, back in the day. And if you know me, you already know the story. And maybe sometime when we do another podcast, I'll go through the whole story. But right now. No, it's just, I can't do it. I, I've told the stories too many times this week. So, <laughs> Joseph, you're nostalgic yes, about stuff. Yes, I, I like to sit back and go think about my days and stuff, which I found out that's not a good thing. What is it about the human brain that wants us, that makes us want to do that? Well, you, uh... It's just like The Office. There was a quote in there that Andy Bernard said, you you wish you knew you were in the good old days or something like that. I completely botched that. But you, there are sp- special connections to the past, you know, things that were just really great times for you. And now that you're in your present day, you might not be feeling uh, those those special feelings or anything, or you wish you could have that back. You have a longing for to go back to that time and that special place. Um, so it's it brings back fond memories. You know, I've got things that are just like embedded in my brain that I just have to do because I try to re-grasp that nostalgic um, nostalgia. You know, like White Castle. Everybody hates that I really love White Castles, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do. Every time we go to St. Louis or somewhere, like my wife wanted to go to Sandwich, Illinois, which was three hours and 27 minutes, uh-huh. right? And I was like, no, I don't want to drive all the way up there. And I said, wait, 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 wait. We're going north. 
And I said, babe, I don't want to drive three hours and 27 minutes, but there's a White Castle about 25 minutes away from there, so uh, we'll go <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, but the reason why I'm so uh, – I the reason why I love White Castle so much is because – uh, a lot of my family on my, my mother's side, they're from St. Louis in the East St. Louis area. So we would go down there a lot. And every time we would go down there, we would always get White Castles. And so that's just a really good fond memory for me. And if you ever go down to St. Louis with me, there's only one White Castle that I will go to. If I go to another one, I'll be like, mm, mm, nope, this don't taste good. This ain't right. You got to go to the one in Collinsville. That's the one you got to go to. Unless we go to like uh, Terre Haute or Indiana, you know, if there's a White Castle, more than likely I'm going to it. But if I'm going down to St. Louis, Collinsville is where I got to stop. But because that's just the one we used to go to all the time. And so stuff like that, you know, you got fond memories of this specific time, something that can take you back. And uh, it's just it's, it's nice to have that certain feeling, you know, uh, on the topic of White Castle. <laughs> why White Castle? Dude, I don't know. Like, I you know, I don't like onions, and their burgers are like, there's like thousands of chopped onions on their burgers, and I love those freaking things to death. They're <laughs> just, I don't know, they just bring back a certain memory. You always got to have a White Castle, a chocolate shake, and some fries, even yeah. though I'm lactose intolerant, and that really messed me up on oh, top of the White bomb. Castles. You got to watch oh, out. Yeah. Put this guy in the back seat or roll oh. all the windows down. <laughs> Dang. Man. Oh, no. That won't even help. If you smell me, <laughs> you're dead. I've, I've you ridden in the car dead. with you getting milkshakes <laughs> after, after milkshakes. Yeah, it's... It's... <laughs> when I was with Billy one time, it was like New Year's Eve or something, and I put the uh, I put the window lock on, oh, and no. I, I, let, I let one rip, man. No. And he's sitting there, he's sitting there coughing. Why would you do ha- that? Hacking, because I wanted to see his freaking reaction. And <laughs> I, I, dude, I was laughing. It it got so bad that I'm sitting there driving, going 50 miles per hour down this road. He opens my door and is putting his head out the window. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Dude, I'm sitting there driving and just dying. No. So, you know, if you, ever, if you ever ride with me after I have a milkshake or some White Castles, I'll let you know, man. You gonna I was going to say, I was gonna say hey, let's ride down to, let's drive down to uh, White Castles. But now I'm thinking that might be just a motorcycle thing. Oh, and man, I'll keep, let me tell you I'll something. I'll keep a nice heading distance on you. So, you want to know how much I love White Castle? Let me let me tell you something. Uh, me enough and my to boys... talk about it for 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're, after, after this, this will be the last thing I'll say about it. Sure. Uh, me and my boys, we, uh, we went out to an escape room here in Springfield. So, we got out about 10 o'clock. And so, we're trying to figure out this somewhere to eat, you know. And I said, dude, let's go to White Castle. And they were like, all the way in Collinsville? And I said, yeah. They said, dude, that's about an hour and a half ride. And so we all call our girlfriends, and I called Joy, and I was like, hey, babe, I'm going down. I'm going to get some White Castles. And she said, are you really going to Collinsville to go get White Castles? I said, yes. And she knows how much I love them. She was like, you know what? Okay, I don't care. (laughs) So I I went all the way down there. We went all the way down there for some White Castles, sat down there and ate them and came all the way back. I spent four hours in a freaking car just to go get some White Castles, man. That's how much I love them, you know. And no, and don't be trying to get none of them store-bought ones. They just ain't the same. And there we go. I'm done talking about White Castles for the day. So I'm at a point in my life, a bit of a crossroads, crossroads 
I could do a lot of things, as most male adults can do. Um, I'm 18, soon to be 19, done with high school, and I'm ready to move on with life. Now, I can move out, or I could bunker down, grind a job, and go to college, or move out and go exploring, and then come back to college later. What What do you wanna What do you wanna do? What's your What do you What do you have a dream job or anything? Not necessarily. No, it's just something and that I enjoy doing. And right now, this is something that I enjoy doing. Uh, gotcha. <clears throat> I mean, this and a number of other things, but it's. A weird point to my life and I really don't know where to go from I mean I see other friends and they're taking off in their own uh, their own their own paths and I just don't know where to go well I mean you're in a you're in a position where you're trying to discover yourself and that's and that's uh, why you took your trip to Europe you know to try to figure out what you like and who you are as a person and go on go adventuring and this is the perfect age to do it you know Uh a lot of people aren't like me where at a young age I knew what I wanted to do. So like when I turned 18 and 19, there was nobody could tell me any different. I was like, this is what I want to do. I know what I want to do and I'm going to do it no matter what. And I still got that dream. But for people who don't, this is just a, this is a great time for you to explore and try to figure out what you want to do, you know. Because I know people who they don't and they go out partying and stuff like that or they go to college not knowing what they want to do and they try and they go get a degree in something they don't want to and then down the road they figure it they figure it out. So take this opportunity to just explore try new things figure out what you're good at and figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life because you don't I mean you don't want to be a 30 year old 40 year old and it finally clicks and you're like oh that's what i wanted to do but i was doing this other job and now i got to go to school and stuff like that so i mean you you got it man just just explore do what you're doing man you're doing a lot of things you got your hands on a lot of pots now and just figure what makes you uh what makes you happy you know but and enjoy life at the same time you know because i know too many people work so hard and they try to make that money money and they don't enjoy their life. But, you know, like old Joe once said, if you find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Man, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, really, it's it's a mystical thing. You hear a lot of people like, oh, that's the unicorn you want to capture is that thing that you really enjoy doing and you'll never work a day in your life. But really... I mean, even when you enjoy doing it, it's still work, uh, but maybe there's a bigger satisfaction out of it. Like, I know some people, they can work doing simple things, and they just, they're so fulfilled by it that they'll just do that for the rest of their lives, but I do things like that, and it's just too monotonous for me. I, I'll tell you what, I like I said, I love production work, Yeah. but we were trying to find music for that ad, and you were like, hey, Joe, you come up with some music, and I was like, I'm sitting on the piano, and I'm trying to figure out all this stuff, and 
it was stressful for until I found some chords and stuff, but it trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I got so many chords running through my head and stuff like that. And I was just like, man, this sucks, but I love it. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, dang, but and that's just something simple. That's just a small thing. But yeah, you do. You can find something you, you love doing and you will hit those spots where it's just like, God dang. Just raw. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I don't do editing because uh, I've, I've done my share of editing and that will push me away from production work. I tell you what, man. For sure. Editing, edit, editing videos and stuff like that. I, I'll still do it. Yeah. And it's fun when I do it once in a while, but... If I was like an editor, I'd probably shoot myself. Not <laughs> not not to not to kill myself, but you know, just shoot myself in the arm. Like, yeah, man, I can't do no more editing. The moment that I knew I wanted to do media for the rest of my life was when I was watching Spy Kids Two, <laughs> The Lost World or whatever it's called. No, and Julie. yes, I was <laughs> or no, was I it was Judy. Yeah, Judy Butterfingers. But I remember watching that movie. (laughs) It's, oh, I love it. Uh, But I remember that movie, I watched it. The movie went off, and I had this exciting feeling in my gut that it was just, it was just super. I was excited that this had how the movie ended and everything. And I knew that I wanted to be a part of that. I knew that I wanted to make something or be a part of a production that made people feel a certain way. You know, whether it's happy, sad, scared. I just wanted to make something and then give bring a certain emotion to people. Like when I like when we're doing this podcast, I really want to bring knowledge to people or make them laugh and stuff like that. You know, keep them entertained. You know, I just I'm really my whole mindset is I want to make something that makes people feel something and yeah. from from that day on i knew that that's what i wanted to do and dude that was about that's about seven when i figured it out that's cool man i i didn't really have that i was just playing with like legos and tonka trucks that's uh that's special no uh so that's perfect that's that's kind of what i'm what i was pointing at is you have this moment of expansion of like whoa i could do this thing and then now that 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 video store is set in your mind as the place as where you became this this idea where this this thing rooted itself and took place and and now it's it's grown into what it is today a podcast on the internet with 12 listeners <laughs> <laughs> 12 pretty, listeners pretty ba hey. if you ask me i, I think that's cool you know we, yeah, I think it's I think it's super nice, you know, and it's I like some of the videos that we've made in the past, you know, how we at the moment we had fun making them and stuff like that. And they went over pretty well with the people that we made them for. But it's for me, it's a good time to go back and that's more of my nostalgic stuff right there. You know, I look back at it and I'm like, Oh yeah, man, this happened, this happened. And that brought so much joy or that brought so much, uh, like there was a movie that we made. It's called fallout. Oh yeah. And I remember this one. Yes. And there was a scene where, um, this guy's daughter gets kidnapped. And, uh, so what we had to do in the scene, we had the bad guy put her in a bag and then a garbage bag. And then we uh, 
we stuffed the bag in a later scene with leaves and rocks. And so I told the guy who's supposed to be the bad guy, I said, okay, I want you to drag this across the bridge. I want you to lift it to the, ed- the ledge, and then I want you to drop it, right? So I didn't think ahead to put any mics or anything where the bag was going to drop. But he drug, he drug the um, bag across the bridge, put it on the ledge. I got a shot of it dropping. It hits the, the, this kind of creek, and it goes thump. And just the reaction I get from people, because the way we cut it and everything, it looks like we actually put her into a bag and we threw her off a bridge. And just the, the oh, my God, did you guys really do that? And stuff like that. So it, I, I like special moments and stuff like that when I make my videos. It always brings back super good memories. And almost every time I show it to people, they're like, they're always asking me that question. But uh, uh, another crazy thing with that movie, and then I'm done with that movie. Um, so when we were putting the little girl in the bag, uh, we I didn't want to have anybody who wasn't a parent of that girl's putting her in a bag, right? Yeah. So, so uh, we said, all right, we're going to put you in the bag part way, and then we're going to cut, and then we're going to go to a next scene. So he starts putting this. She's sitting in this chair. She's tied up. We're putting this bag over her, and she's just freaking out the whole time. And then I say, all right, cut. We get done with filming everything, and the uh, the co-director, the lady who was making the project, I said, man, I said, that's just probably really traumatizing, uh, her dad putting that bag over her head and almost picking her up with it. She said, oh, that's not her dad. And I said, well, who the heck is it? What? It's, it's her stepdad, and her mom <laughs> oh, just recently got married. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you Joseph. may, you may, yeah, I was like. So I, I thought oh, this was boy. her dad. Like, are you freaking kidding me? I was like, it's a great shot. And I was like, but you need to tell me stuff like that. This was the co-director. She knew these people. And she had asked them to come on to uh, to film this scene. But she didn't, she, didn't tell, she didn't give me all the information. And I was just like, okay, next time I said, if we ever work together again, you've got to give me all the information about these people. because Well, no going I, back from that <laughs> one. <laughs> Oh yeah, but That's, it was just that could be really traumatic. Yeah, oh, well. um, um, yeah. It's I mean, she, it's a great small right, film. Though, right? Yeah, she's fine. Uh, the only thing I hate about that movie is the movie's ten minutes, right? Yeah, and it seems like it is a uh, starter to a start the beginning of a movie. You know, where they have like you know you go into the movie theaters, the movie comes on, no credits or nothing, and it just starts playing. And then at the end of the movie, we have Fallout. And then we start the credits. And then after the credits, it feels like we're expecting... We didn't tell the whole story because the lady who... The creator of it, she was... um, She needed to cut it short because it was for a school project. So we've only got half a story. But I've been wanting to go back and actually redo it because it's... There's... It's crap. Well, it's not crap, but it's... We didn't finish it. So it's like a beginning of the movie and you don't get any more... You don't, you don't get any closure, man. No or it's closure. like that, that other uh, story we've been working on, the one that shall not be named, but live uh, live audio drama that we've been working on. Something oh, like yeah. That. We, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's rumors of us doing live drama. One oh of these days you guys will get it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Coming soon, but yeah. not soon enough. I once had a dream I moved to Germany. Mm-hmm. I was living in an apartment. 
And then, I mean, it was great. Had a great time doing it, but it really wasn't for me. Like I did not feel at home. And yeah. And that was one of the things I had you write down on that list of ideas for podcast topics. What, what is a home? What makes it, what makes it a home? What makes anything a home? You know, is it the people that you're around? Is it your family? Is it friends? Is it, uh, where you feel at peace at, where you feel comfort. I mean, that's a thing that humans really like is comfort. I mean, we manipulate every aspect of our lives for maximum comfort. Well, I, home for me is a peaceful place where I can find peace um, for me because I feel like there's, there's so much if you go outside of if you go outside of my house, I feel like there's just you've got the weight of the world on you. You gotta act a certain way. You gotta be this person. Like if I'm not at if I'm not regular Joe at work, I'm I've got my work personality on. You know, I can't. I don't at outside of my house. I can't be the authentic me all the time. You know, you always got to kind of put on a face, whether it's a work face or something. You know, here in my home, I can basically say what I want, do what I want, walk around in my underwear. I can do, and there's nobody here to judge me. It's just a place of peace and comfort and relaxation, you know. Uh, Like, I love going to Indiana to go see um, our friends in Indiana. And when we spend the night at their house there, they're super nice people. But even though we are super comfortable there, I don't feel that sort of peace and comfort there, even though we're relaxing and everything, you know, it's because, you know, that's not my house. I can't do what I want there. I can't be as comfortable as I want. You know, I can't wake up in the middle of the night and go use the bathroom shirtless and everything. I gotta, you gotta have, you got to have this certain, because thing. there's that's other just rules a, there or because you just, it's just not your domain. Yeah, it's both. It's you. It's not your domain, so you have to act a certain way there. And then also, too, there are certain other rules that you have to abide by, you know. And they're they're not like the rules are, you know, they're not like strict. Like you have to do this, this, and this. It's just I'm walking into another man's house. He he probably doesn't uh, have the same rules that I have in my house, you know. So it's it's kind of you know it's relaxing and comfortable, but. There's just not that sort of peace and secureness. Is that a maybe word? that's maybe that is what it is. Maybe it's peacefulness and security that what I what you need to feel maybe stable. Yeah, and that's what uh, Joy came to me and talk, told me she was thinking about moving to Indiana, and one of the th- one of my big things on why. I wouldn't want to move to Indiana is because Springfield is comfortable to me. I know every back road, side roads, everywhere in Springfield. You ask me where anything is, I can tell you where it's at. Yes, you can. It's impressive. But, yeah. <laughs> but if I go to Indiana, I don't know anything there. I don't have any. F- I got a couple of friends there. Uh, my production work that I've worked really, really hard to, like the people I know here in Springfield, uh, my connections, they wouldn't be lost but it would be really hard for me to make new connections out there and it'd be harder for me to keep my contacts out of there out um out from there because we're just not in close quarters you know uh 
and the place she wants to move to, I don't know how production oriented they are with the theater scene and stuff like that. You know, like I'm on a production team for theater. I'm on my tech team at church and it take it's, it's taken me a couple of years to get to where I'm at now. And I love it. And I'm, I'm comfortable, man. I don't want to get uncomfortable, but change, change is good. Change is good. It is good. And sometimes yeah, and it's time to move on with things and put yeah, and things like that behind you and figure out where you're going from then afterwards. I, so, and, and freaking Indiana is super cheap to live in, man. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. What were you saying it was for, what is it, three-bedroom, bath, and large yeah. large yard? What, what's that run you a month as an yeah. apartment? So, so, no, this wasn't an apartment. This was a house. It was oh, a three-bedroom. Yeah, it was a five-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, more land than I could ever want, upstairs, downstairs, basement, and uh, it's it was running eight fifteen a month. And I was just like, yeah. babe, that's more, that's, that's $15 more than we're paying now. And we've only got two bedrooms, one bathroom, you know, a small plot of land. I mean, you know, just like a regular yard. That's like for $15 a month, I could get this. And then the taxes aren't high on it and stuff like that. And I mean, Indiana, looking at some of that stuff there, our friends that live in Indiana, they were like, oh, yeah, it's expensive. This stuff's expensive. And I was like, not compared to Illinois. I was like, the taxes and stuff. Oh, my God. I could live there. It's like, we'll be millionaires if I could find a job that's paying us much now. I was working at the YMCA back in the day. There was this guy. He was from Australia. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I really love, we both love, we love accents. And he had his Australian accent, and I just fell in love with it. He would come in and just start talking about. He would just start talking about stuff. Talk about your Vegemite. Really, yeah, I would. I would start to uh, relate with him because I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I did a report on Australia, and when we would talk, go back and forth talking about this and this." And I would ask him all these questions, and you know what drew him away? I think I told you this story before. No, but what? What, what drew him away was my coworker came up. She, I had told, I've been talking about, I had been telling her about him all day because he had, he was only here for about two weeks and he had been coming here, uh, he had been coming to the Y every day for the first week, the second week he was coming every day and it was Wednesday and she came up to him and she was like, so how's everything down there in the outback? And she tried to do her best Australian accent. The dude got so mad that he did not come back to the Y. Really? And yeah, he, he got so mad at her because she tried to uh, she tried to one try to do the accent and two she thought that he was from the outback and he was just like he got offended because that's that's not where he's from he's from <laughs> a populated area. Seems like a really petty so, thing to get upset about. Yeah, and so I so her the person he was coming with or he was visiting with. I asked. I asked her. I was like, "So why didn't he? Why didn't he come back? You know, I, I was really um, excited to talk to him and talk about more stuff before he left and say goodbye and everything." And uh, she was just like, "Well, he got offended by your coworker that was there." And I was like, Are "Oh, you serious?" No. So, surely yeah, not. I, yeah, it was. He didn't have somewhere else to be, like uh, at home. I don't know, man. Well, I don't know, man. It man, was, look at that. Just, Going full it circle. My week. <laughs> home maybe he got nostalgic about being home and he left home home early yeah 
he had to be he had, had, left to, to, go had to attend to father fatherly mm. business yeah, right, i guess we didn't get to that business. one in this, this episode but we did in the last yeah. one so we are winding down there's one thing i want to talk to the listeners about real quick actually it's not a real talk i just want to let you guys know if you like the podcast you can leave us a comment on reddit or facebook we would love to hear from you any topics you guys want to talk about we'll consider them we might not do them but you never know we might do them but we would love to hear from you guys look us up on facebook at the joe show and look us up on reddit at r slash the joe show we would love to hear from you guys gabriel you got anything else yeah and i mean if you feel like it we got a patreon too yeah, we got a Patreon too, and at. you can find us on, or you can f- find I'm, it at what, I'm not Gabriel? singing it. I'm not singing it. It's, it's <laughs> patreon.com forward slash Joe and Gabriel. Yeah, you can find it at Patreon slash. Uh, Don't sing nope, it. I can't do it without, nope, I can't do it without singing nope. it. Nope. So, yeah, just want to <laughs> let you guys know about that. We have been hearing a lot of things from you guys, like personally, that uh, people that we see on the street and stuff. They've been telling us we're doing a good job and you like the show. People on the streets. Really, yeah, you know, you know, I had this old guy come up to me. He said, hey, man, you that guy from the Joe show? He's like, hey, man, I love you and Gabe, man. Y'all should keep doing what you're doing. Y'all doing it good. You know, but. Um, who is that? Yeah. I don't know who is some poor guy off the street. Okay. But. Yeah, but hey, Clayton, Clayton out in Springfield. Hey, man, shout out to you, Justin. Up, shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to you guys for telling us what, uh, how you guys like the show. And one more shout out to all you people out there in other countries that's listening to us. And to all our listeners, we really thank you for listening to us because we love doing this and we just love talking your guys' ears off. And also, um, if you check it out, check us out on YouTube, hopefully. I have some new video footage. Instead of using the old YouTube thumbnail, I now have some sort of footage to put with this audio. We're working on YouTube. YouTube's not our real strong point right now, but Gabriel and I are working hard on it. Mainly Gabriel, but yeah, we're working hard on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a team effort. Yeah, it's team effort. Well, thank you guys for listening. This is The Joke Show. Bye. Bye.